Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know the drill. If you're new here, just a heads up. You might hear some language in some of these episodes, and if you have small kids around and that bothers you, now's the time. Grab your headphones. Real quick, I want to let you know that my brand new 30-day purpose journal is now available. This journal was written to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. And this journal is for anyone who is looking to start a simple journaling practice that's also very effective and very purposeful. The morning and evening journaling prompts are designed to help you get super deep, super fast. Because I know you're busy. I know many of you are moms. I know many of you have jobs. I know many of you are aspiring entrepreneurs and you recognize the importance of having some sort of journaling practice or morning and evening routine. And you know how important it is to set aside a little piece of your day just for you so that you have the energy and the ability to pour into everyone around you. But you've also got a lot going on and you have to prioritize your time and use your time wisely. So I wrote this journal to be very intentional while also only taking you 10 or 15 minutes at a time to work through. So check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. All right, now let's get right into today's episode. Today, I wanna talk about the difference between having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and how to recognize which one you might actually fall under based on your beliefs in certain areas of your life or how you respond to certain circumstances in your life. And I'm going to tell you how you can start to develop a growth mindset if you happen to find that you actually lean more towards having a fixed mindset and what the benefits of having a growth mindset actually are. Specifically, we're going to talk about what your beliefs around certain things and your responses to certain things say about what type of mindset you likely have. And we're going to look at this in 
five different areas or categories. Number one, what you believe about your own abilities. Number two, what you believe about failure or how you approach failure. Number three, how you respond to criticism. Number four, how you perceive and how you feel about the success of other people. And number five, how you handle your own insecurities. I want to start out by just sharing the definitions so we can all start on the same page. I got these definitions from Google and I more or less took a few of the top definitions of each and just smushed them together. And I'm going to read them to you the way I sort of put them together from the various definitions I found. So first, a person with a fixed mindset believes their intelligence, talents, and personalities are fixed traits that are unchangeable and cannot grow. Basically, either you're good at something or you're not, and your life, your circumstances, your relationships, all those things are just the way they are. And there really isn't anything you can do to change them or improve them or make them better. And then to contrast that, a person with a growth mindset believes that their most basic abilities can be developed through effort, learning, and persistence. Knowledge, intelligence, and talent are just the starting point. This mindset fosters a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. A growth mindset is all about the attitude that a person embodies as they face challenges, how they process failures, and how they adapt and evolve as a result. And the first category I'm going to talk about is what you believe about your own abilities. A person with a fixed mindset believes either they're good at something or they aren't. They might say things like, I'm too old to learn something new, or it's too late for me to start something new. They believe that success is just the result of someone having natural talents or abilities, and they typically believe that those natural talents and abilities are things that are beyond their reach. They typically don't believe that they are capable of earning success, either because they don't have the natural talents or abilities or because they're too old, or it's too late for them, or they didn't start early enough, or that they don't have the right network or the right connections. They believe that success is something that's only available to a select few. These are the people that typically say, you should just be happy with what you have and not be so focused on trying to get more, more whatever, more money, more success, more freedom, more more anything that's important to someone else. But the catch is they're not telling you to be happy with what you have because they are happy with what they have. They may portray to you that they're happy with what they have, and they may have even grown complacent with what they have to the point that it actually looks like contentment. But what it really is is a deeply held belief that what they have is all they actually deserve. A person with a growth mindset, on the other hand, believes that achievements and success are about effort and a willingness to keep learning, to keep trying, to keep growing, to keep moving forward. You can 
always learn something new. You can always improve your knowledge, your abilities, your talents can all be developed and improved. And life is about a constant journey of learning and growing and developing your your skills. A person with a growth mindset believes that you're never too old. It's never too late to learn something new or start something new or build something new. A person with a growth mindset believes that success is available to anyone who desires it and to anyone who's willing to work for it. They understand that while some people might have fewer roadblocks to success and some people might have more privilege or might have more advantages than others, they also recognize that some of the most successful people reach that level of success without those privileges and advantages. And a person with a growth mindset is capable of both being happy with what they have while also having future goals that would put them in a position of having even more. They understand that having big future goals does not negate the happiness and even contentment that they can feel at the same time in the life they've already built. The second category is what you believe about failure or how you approach failure. A person with a fixed mindset believes that there's no point in trying if they know or even think they're going to fail. They typically avoid challenges so that they can avoid failure. They give up when things get challenging because they'd rather not even try than risk failure because if you don't try, you can't fail. If something pushes them outside their comfort zone, it feels threatening. So they choose to stay stuck and not move forward because the comfort and security of their familiar situation is less scary than the risk of trying something new. A fear of failure is typically tied to a fear of what other people will think if they see them fail. So this fear of failure is actually coupled with a fear of judgment or a fear of what other people will think or will say about them. And I'm going to circle back and touch on this one again when I get to number five, because it actually ties into number five. On the other hand, a person with a growth mindset understands that you can't succeed without failure. That failure teaches you a lesson. And the only way to grow and get stronger is to face challenges and move through them. They know that growth is found outside your comfort zone and challenges are opportunities to improve. A person with a growth mindset is open to trying new ways of doing things. They accept uncertainty as a part of life and they embrace the reality that most successful people are typically the ones that have failed more times than most other people have actually tried. And they know that not everyone's going to agree with them. They know not everyone is going to understand what they're doing. And they know that some people might even judge them when they fail. And they're okay with that. They don't have to love it and they don't have to be excited about it. They can still allow themselves to feel a little bit of discomfort. But ultimately, they know that the discomfort will pass and any failures they encounter are just going to bring them closer to their success. 
Number three is how you respond to criticism. A person with a fixed mindset takes all feedback as a personal attack. They either ignore feedback or criticism from other people, or they overreact to the criticism. They're quick to get angry or defensive, and they always try to justify their actions or their behaviors or their beliefs. They can become passive aggressive or even just aggressive. Regardless, they always seem to have an excuse. And this element of having a fixed mindset makes this kind of person impossible to mentor or coach because they aren't open to hearing anyone else's criticisms or opinions or guidance, and they don't follow direction. A person with a growth mindset understands that feedback, both positive and negative feedback, is an opportunity to learn. They understand that there's actually value in criticism. They understand that they're constantly growing and learning and trying to get better at whatever it is they're doing. So they know they still have growth ahead of them. And in order to grow, they have to be willing to look at the ways they're doing things, the things they're doing, the, their, their perspectives on things, and be open to considering the perspectives of other people and be open to allowing other people to provide them with criticism. Because they understand that criticism and feedback is intended to help them grow. It's not a judgment on who they are as a person or their inherent value as a person. Most of the time, it's actually intended to help them. They also understand that they're not above making mistakes and they have a level of humility in their mistakes. They seek out mentors and coaches who will actively challenge them and who will call them out and hold them accountable rather than people who are just going to be their cheerleader. And they're inspired by people who challenge them because they know that through being challenged, it's going to help them improve. They value the opinions of people who have more experience, more credibility, more knowledge, more success. The fourth category is how you perceive and how you feel about the success of other people. People with a fixed mindset feel threatened or intimidated by the success of other people. They believe that the more success other people have, the more they take from everyone else. On the surface, they have this perceived belief that wealth or success or whatever is finite, meaning there isn't enough to go around. And if someone else has it, it means that someone else can't have it. And it's fueled by this even deeper subconscious belief that they will never achieve success because they weren't born with the knowledge or the intelligence or the connections or the opportunities that someone else was born with. And since they believe all those things are fixed and they believe that all those things are the only determining factor when it comes to success, they have this underlying subconscious feeling of unworthiness, which ends up being expressed externally as jealousy of the success or achievements or lifestyles of other people who are more successful. It's expressed 
as an inability to accept criticism. And it's expressed as a fear of failure. And it's expressed as saying things like, you should just be happy with what you have. People with a growth mindset, on the other hand, are inspired by the success of other people. They actually champion others to succeed because they understand that success is not a limited resource. They understand that we aren't competing against each other for success. They understand that a rising tide lifts all ships, which means when one person achieves a level of success, it actually makes it easier and more attainable for those around them to also achieve success for so many reasons. They make it easier to access resources. They make it easier to recognize opportunities. They raise the playing field. They elevate your network and they show you what's actually possible. They recognize that a feeling of jealousy when it comes to another person's success or lifestyle or wealth, that that jealousy is actually a trigger or a sign that what the other person has is not just something you want, but something you have the ability to achieve, that it's actually within you to achieve, but you just haven't quite gotten there yet. And finally, number five, the fifth difference in people with a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset is in how you handle your own insecurities and how those insecurities impact how you show up and relate to other people. People with a fixed mindset hide their flaws to avoid the judgment of other people. They try to appear smart or right in every situation, and they believe that as long as they appear smart, they don't actually have to do any further work. Because remember, people with a fixed mindset actually believe that their level of intelligence is fixed, that it can't improve, that it can't be increased. So the best way to work around that is to just look smarter than you are, and then people will think you're smart. People with a fixed mindset are typically always praising themselves or complimenting themselves or bragging about themselves to overcome their insecurity. They also criticize other people to elevate themselves in comparison. They hold everyone else to a super high standard, and they are very vocal about the super high standards that they have for other people. And they're not going to hesitate to call someone out if they don't meet up to their high standards. But they don't hold themselves to the same standards because deep down they don't actually believe they have it in them. They are so outspoken about the high standards they have for other people to distract from the reality that they themselves aren't even living to those standards. People with a growth mindset aren't afraid to be the dumbest person in the room. In contrast to the high standards that the fixed mindset people have for other people, people with a growth mindset actually hold themselves to a super high standard. And they give other people the grace to not have to live up to that standard, meaning they expect more from themselves than they expect from other people. They understand that not everyone has a growth mindset, so 
they don't hold people with a fixed mindset to the same to the same standards that they hold themselves to. People with a growth mindset aren't afraid to say that they don't know the next step or to ask for help or to be in a conversation with people who are smarter than them or who have more experience than they do or to just listen and ask questions and be open to learning from other people rather than trying to impress those people with how much they know or how much they pretend to know or try to show off how great they are. They aren't afraid to look like they don't know what they're doing or to look like they don't know something. Now, you might be wondering, okay, that's great and all, but what's the actual benefit to having a growth mindset? Like some of that stuff sounds pretty uncomfortable and confronting and like really hard. And some of it is. But like most things in life, a lot of times it's the hard things that are the most valuable in the end. So the benefits to having a growth mindset include a higher level of confidence, more self-esteem, less stress, more authentic relationships, better physical health because of how the constant learning affects your brain and your hormone levels, which also means better mental health, a higher level of resilience, meaning when you encounter challenges in your life, as we all do, you have the ability to handle them better, bounce back faster, and they're less likely to totally derail your entire life. And you have more fun because you're not afraid to try new things and more opportunities for success, financial success, career success, relationship success, because you're not afraid to set bigger goals and you know that you can actually reach them. And because you know you can actually reach them, you take the steps to do it. So how do you change from a fixed mindset into a growth mindset? If you're listening and you recognize more of your own beliefs and patterns and mindset in the fixed mindset examples, but you want to start working on developing a growth mindset, like how do you do that? Number one, become aware of your attitudes and your beliefs. So if you're recognizing yourself in the fixed mindset camp, you're already on the right track. Notice when you actually start to act in ways that are reflective of a fixed mindset, the ways that I shared in this podcast. Recognize when you find yourself there. Number two, recognize how those attitudes and behaviors and thoughts, recognize how they are holding you back and make a conscious decision to replace every attitude, behavior, or thought with a growth mindset, attitude, behavior, or thought. Like for example, and I would actually get out a journal and write this out, take a sheet of paper and draw a line down the middle and label the top of the left side with fixed mindset behavior and label the right side with growth mindset behavior. And then think of one behavior you do that you would consider a fixed mindset behavior. Maybe you have a habit of interrupting people when they're sharing something they learned or an experience they had that helped them accomplish something. Maybe you have a habit of interrupting them and throwing in your own input or your own beliefs. 
so that you feel like you're contributing to the conversation. That would go on the left side. Then think of a way you could change that behavior that would be more in alignment with someone with a growth mindset. Maybe that would be listening intently without interrupting, asking questions and allowing yourself to learn from this other person's experience. That would go on the right side of the paper. And this could be a running list that you refer to often. And anytime you recognize a behavior that you do that would fall under the fixed mindset category, write it down and come up with a way you can react differently the next time when that situation comes up again, that would be from a growth mindset point of view. And number three, embrace that you are never done learning. You will never know all there is to know about anything. And be open to learning from other people, from other people's experiences and from your own experiences. And not make that mean something about you being inadequate in any way. Number four, focus on the present because it's all you have control over right now. Only look to the past for clarification. Look to the future for inspiration, but focus on the present. Number five, be open to new ways of doing things. And finally, number six, learn to react to criticism. First, you want to pause. Don't react right away and give yourself a minute to take a breath. Next, consider where the criticism is coming from. Why this other person shared it with you in the way that they did. Are they legitimately interested in what's best for you or is this person just an asshole? And finally, respond. If the person is legit just an asshole, that doesn't require a response. But if the person is actually interested in what is best for you, think about what truth there might be in that criticism. Even if you don't agree with it, take some time to think about if there is any element of the criticism that might have a little bit of truth. And then you can ask them to clarify or ask any follow-up questions and take the opportunity to learn from the situation. All right, one more thing before I wrap up here. I don't want to forget to tell you a little bit more about my new 30-day purpose journal. This journal was created with the sole intention of helping you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. And it's the very same journaling practice that I have been following myself for well over the past year. Because once you finally reconnect with yourself, you're then able to realign with your purpose, which will then allow you to know what next steps you need to take in order to start building your actual dream life. Your purpose and your dreams are all inside of you. It's all a part of you. And if you really want to lean into your purpose to live a life that's fully in alignment with your purpose, you have to reconnect with yourself. You have to invest in the relationship you have with yourself. Because when you're disconnected from yourself, you're disconnected from your purpose. In addition to the morning and evening journaling prompts, 
There's also a goal tracker, a habit tracker, a journaling exercise that's going to really reignite and reawaken those dreams you've maybe been holding on to since before you can even remember. Those dreams that maybe you've completely forgotten about. Or it's going to help you imagine new dreams. And it's going to give you the roadmap to actually create a life that's going to put you on the path to making those dreams a reality. And a deep reflection exercise at the end of the month that's going to give you so much clarity on not only who you are, but whether or not you're living your life in true alignment with the version of you that you really want to be. So head over to the show notes for a link to the journal. And I'll also share links to the two episodes where I talk a lot more in depth about everything that's actually in the journal. So if you want to do the exact same journaling practice on your own in your own notebook, I give you just about everything from the journal in those two episodes. Because I want to provide you with the tools that are going to set you up to live out your purpose. And the only way to do that is through intentionally reconnecting with yourself. All the links are in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.